Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Did you know that HIV treatment has changed over the years? Most HIV pills contain three or more medicines. Today, HIV pills with just two medicines may help you stay undetectable. That's nice, right? HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. So how many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, it's no worries, because your doctor does. Talk to your doctor about a two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Are you tired of trying new hair remedies and TikTok recipes only to keep seeing excessive shedding and breakage? Say goodbye to the struggle and hello to Mayel's incredible CMOS collection, superfood for your hair and scalp. Packed with 90% of the essential minerals your hair needs, this collection is a game changer. Experience maximum hair retention for all hair types. Embrace the beauty of healthy, nourished hair with Myel's Sea Moss Collection because your hair deserves liberation. From one queen to another, shop at Myel.com, Walmart, or your local beauty store. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. So y'all, it really amazes me when people are surprised that I own my sexy after growing and birthing three boys, because how in the hell do you think they got here? Dead ass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm Deval. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention, we're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take pillow talk to a whole new level. Dead ass starts right now. It was a random Sunday afternoon, and I remember getting a call from my manager. And, you know, we were working on like different brands that I can, you know, pitch myself to working on brand partnerships because typically when I'm looking to partner with a brand, it has to be organic and authentic to me, my lifestyle, my narrative, everything that encompasses Kadeen, the work woman, the mom, the wife. So she said to me, you know, Kadeen, I feel like we may have to put a little bit more diverse content on your page because some of the feedback that I've been getting from these brands 
um, is that, you know, Kadeen's page is awesome. You know, she has lots of followers, you know, great engagement. But her page is a little risque. So I was like, risque? What is, because I post swimsuits and whatnot and because I, you know, own my sexy, which I think I'm allowed to do. And she said, yeah, you know, so maybe we should post more pictures of, like, you with the boys, you know, at home doing some cooking or baking together, you know, the kids on the playground. That will probably diversify your page and make it then more, you know, appetizing and appealing to these brands. So I kind of was like, all right, um, process that for a second. And I'm like, you know what, that's cool. Let me call up my photographer. And I was like, you know, we can plan some kids-centered activities that we can then post, you know, me doing or post me in the kitchen and whatnot, because that's what I guess moms are supposed to do, right? Then I was like, fuck that. What I'm not going to do is now curtail my content to then put up this facade or this image of what they feel a mother is and I'm not gonna you know be in the realm of what that is to them whoever these said brands are and it was so funny because literally a couple minutes later my husband's sitting next to me on the couch and I hadn't told him about this conversation I'm having via text with our manager so he busts out laughing and I'm like what are you laughing at so he shows me a dm from someone person that just follows, I guess, the both of us. And it's a screenshot of a photo that I posted in a swimsuit. And I was posing on a rock. You know, I dropped it because y'all know I drop it. Okay, that's just something that I do. On demand. On demand at any given time. Um, because, you know, my knees work. You know, my husband likes it. So they sent the picture to my husband and then said, wow, look at your wife posing on this rock. Why do you allow her to do things like that? Allow is the key word there. So I'm going to just leave story time right there. And we're going to come back and discuss it. All right, y'all, karaoke time. And if you have read the description of today's episode, you might know who I have coming on the mic. Because, I mean, listen, let's face it. When I have such talent in my space, why would I get on the microphone and attempt to do anything but talk to y'all? So that being said, I'm going to turn it over to one of our amazing guests that I have today with me that I'm happy to welcome back to the show. What's she going to sing for us today, man? Well, you know, since all these people want to be coming and giving their opinions, mm-hmm. we're going to take it a little pop rock and we're going to tell them, it's my life. Hey, hey don't you forget. Last time I checked. Mm, mm. Ooh, it's my life. All right now. All right, I know what the last line is there, but That's it's my it. life. Mind your business. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Let me tell you, this has been a long time coming, okay, guys? Because I've wanted Ashley and I to get on this podcast together, and I knew she had to come on for a girl's episode because the thing I admire and love so much about you, Ashley, um, with your presence on social media, because that's for the most part where I found you, with mm-hmm. the exception of seeing you at the Black Love Summit a couple, uh, is it a year now, I, I think? I think so. I Who know. knows, because this is but since then I've been uh, you're one of my favorite follows on Instagram so y'all have to make sure y'all get her handles and stuff at the end of the show but Ashley Chia please tell us who you are what you do who all I of your am. superpowers oh that's a all of question that. well first my name is Ashley Chia I'm originally from Columbus Ohio I've been living in Cali for six years I'm a former ballet dancer love it um, I'm a writer and author a mother of three daughters um, I'm currently working on a TV script, which is amazing. So, yes. like, I think that's important. I always say that so I can make it happen. Of course. Um, put it out there, baby. Yeah. So, I'm mostly a writer. But, I'm a, I mean, I, you know what? My best friend's dad called me an instigator of change. Ooh, so I like that. Yes. I like to push people to be better 
and to just, you know, like, let's question things and not just be followers. So I love that. I feel like that's my purpose in life. I appreciate that about you, Ashley. And we have a Sagittarius Capricorn situation going on here. I love my Sagittarius. All right now, my mom's a Capricorn. My grandmother is. So I'm always in good company with amazing Capricorn women. I mean, we are the best. So it only makes sense. (laughs) I mean, y'all are cool. Y'all are cool. So your mom's just cool? No, she's a better woman than me. I will say that. (laughs) (laughs) And to my left now, Back on, back on the show, Miss mm. Melanie Fiona. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Bana? What's up, Bana? What's going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ready, roti. Yo, I just craving a roti and a double quick sometimes. Yeah, I find it. Me too. Oh, jeez. Well, yes, I, I this that, that's my part-time voice. Melanie Fiona, what's up, everybody? It. Um... Singer, songwriter, mother, wellness advocate. Um, I am a cancer, so you know we be in the fields. Yes, you do. We be in yeah, the fields. Like my sister. Um, but uh, but really, I'm I'm just like my passion really is is community, and my passion is vulnerability, and my passion is allowing women to feel strong through vulnerability, and that's kind of what motherhood has taught me. That's what my career has taught me. And that's what you beautiful women have taught me. So um, I'm happy to be back. This is this is fun. The last time I was here, we we got into deep conversations Girl, about marriage, which my, my wedding did not happen. And we're oh, all, it's all good. Updates. We're all together. Updates. We're we're still together, but <laughs> you know, it. COVID. COVID yeah. had other plans for our wedding date, so Same. that was the last time we spoke. But you're right. Mm-hmm. We were actually having like our like a bridal shower episode Aww. because it was supposed to be for Mel's wedding and my were, vow renewal, your vow renewal, and all of that has gone to shit. However, yes. we still got our mans. We still yes. got the mans. Come on. We still got our mans in them, and the so, same amount of children. So same amount of children. Because <laughs> you know, there's a lot of there's say. a lot of COVID babies happening right now. <laughs> that is safe to say. And last but certainly not least. Beck Grossman. Oh, sorry, Beck Gross, I should say, not Grossman. <laughs> Dr. Grossman's my dentist. Beck Gross. Yeah, exactly. I love That's it. So tell us, so tell us a little bit about who you are, Beck. Well, my name is Beck. I'm a cancer. Hey. Oh, you are! Oh. Really amazing energy in here today. We have a lot of cancers in my family. Lance is a cancer. Oh, my wow. son's a cancer. Ooh. I'm a cancer. And Ooh. my sister and sisters in law, they're twins. They're a cancer. It's a lot oh, of wow. emotions. We have that all those birthdays in one week. Oh, dang. But it's great. Um, I'm a wardrobe stylist, fashion stylist. I'm a mother of two. I have a son who's two years old. I have a daughter who's five, going on six, <laughs> really going on 15. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mother, mothers of daughters, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm in the fashion world, but what my true passion is, is helping women and uplifting women. And my hope is always to use my platform to do that. Yeah, and I you do. I was going to say, you better she say sure you're does. an advocate because you, you definitely sure are. are. You use your platform oh, for the it's very good. It's weird to say that about yourself. No, it's not. You know Just know? say it. So we'll say well, it for well, you. Yes. Beck is an advocate. Okay. She is. And you for should follow things, her. Yes. All things amazing. All things of the fight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I guess like, it just like so naturally impressed. happens. And it's a, you know, it's just fighting for what's right are, and informing yeah. people Absolutely. and yes there's, there's some stuff you just can't fake no. and it is what it is yeah. you know what I mean and yeah. I love that you embrace that and you're empowering others yes. through that um, I know I take a info. lot from Beck <laughs> yeah. too. I'm, I'm like, like oh, voting is happening where I was like you know let me go to Beck's page I know yep. she posted about it right yeah. so I okay. love that I mean think about this energy I could just feel it in the room and we've like Melanie said I don't know if this is off camera before or not but the fact that we can gather together in a space like this I think is amazing so thank you again for being here thank you for having us bringing us together no doubt but Listen, I'm going to go back to story time real quick. Let's mm. rewind. <laughs> rewind. So, yes, the the phrase, you allow mm. your wife <laughs> that word. to do this. D- 
did that struggle that, that struck a chord with y'all? Because I felt it. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I was looking to my left. How does that make you feel, Ashley? When when people say your husband allows you to do something? Well, I'm a Capricorn, so no one allows me to do anything. Mm-hmm. Just so we're clear. Okay. Um, but it's interesting that you say that too, because I had to go on a journey of submission, anyways, and what that means. And there's beauty in it, um, because I was raised. My father's in my life. I always have to say that because anytime he hears something, and I say I was raised by a single mom, mm. he gets mad. Mm. But I was raised primarily by my mom because that's who I lived with primarily. But my dad was definitely in my life. But I think that played a role in me being able to receive information from men anyway okay. and being told what to do and being led by a man. So I definitely had to go on a journey of being able to just accept advice or anything from males. Mm-hmm. But when I went into my relationship with my husband, we were friends for four years prior to us being together. So I think that helped with us being very candid and open and honest with each other. Um, But he, I don't let anyone tell me what to do. Like he knows he has to strongly suggest something and leave it on a table and then let me come back to it. Mm -hmm. So I felt a way about that because I think people really believe that, and some people believe that and that's fine. I don't believe that I am my husband's property or that he owns me or that he tells me what to do. I think we are two equal souls and there's parts of him that he's better at things than me and vice versa and we feed off of one another. I don't live in a household of gender roles either. It's like whoever's better equipped to do something, that's the person who does it. In that moment, yes. for sure. So there, it's not, and then when it comes to like how I express myself, he doesn't have a say-so in that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because I would never tell him what to do. Like. He doesn't even tell me, like, how to wear them. I actually don't even ask him his opinion about stuff because I don't care. <laughs> I love that. Which is the tone. And my husband would agree. <laughs> and he would be like, you know what, Ashley, thank you for admitting that. Because with me, I'll ask for the opinion just because I tend to be a little bit more indecisive. So I'm like, what Same. do you think? Stud earrings or hoop Same. earrings? And then and you then, go with your decision. And I'll go with my decision. Like, Why'd you ask? Why'd you like, even I wanna ask? I want to hear. I want to hear your opinion. However, you. I don't want to hear however, it. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I want to do. Anyway, right, I'm still gonna make my yeah, decision. I got, a, I got an argument for whatever you said that right. you, whatever you chose. Right. I got a reason why it should be the other one. So that's that. funny. My husband's actually the opposite though. Like he literally asked me my opinion about everything, and it drives me crazy. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? Like, uh. why? Like, I don't even like when people ask me for advice sometimes because I'm like, do you not? What What is in your spirit? Mostly because I just want him to be him. Like, right. I love you. I don't care yeah. about any of that mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? Like, what pants you wear. It's okay, I buy all his clothes anyway, so whatever he wears, gonna be fly. <laughs> I made sure of that already. <laughs> the wink. The wink. <laughs> the wink and the nod. I love it. Doesn't matter because it's from an already approved arsenal. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I love that. So the da- dynamics are very different. Mm-hmm. What I appreciate about my husband is that he actually empowers me mm-hmm. as well to be who I am. I would like to say that I, he hopefully fell in love with me for the right. person that I am. Exactly. Though I will say that 18-year-old Kadeen is not... 28-year-old Kadeen and is not Kadeen today. Um, not quite 38, but, you know, we're, we're pacing ourselves here. We're pacing ourselves. Same. So uh, how do you guys feel about that, Melanie and Beck? Either of you can jump in about this whole, you know, what your husband allows you to do. How does it work within your household and dynamic? I think the word allow yeah. is a trigger, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I yeah. think that's the problem that there. Was it. Because mm-hmm. I think that, that you know, like, I do care about what my husband has to think, and mm-hmm. he cares about what I have to think, right. and I'm open to a discussion, right. and I'm open to a conversation, and, like, you know, I think allow is it, this is the trigger word because, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain things like if I just decide that I want to go out and get drunk every single night and he doesn't approve of that, I might consider that. Right. 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 And so I think consideration and partnership and like, you know, when we hear allow that we're taught that that's like allowance and permission mm-hmm. is given from parents. Mm-hmm. Yes, and exactly. like that's not my parent. That's my partner. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. so it, I mean, that's how I feel the healthiest relationships are, is that it is a partnership. Just like you said, right. there's no. um 
there's no like gender assignment as far as roles. Right, like it's right. like um, if you're equipped to do something, then you do it, and I give you I give you um, I give you freedom to be that right. and do that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I think the word allow is like this very old, antiquated, very judgmental. Like what will the neighbors think? Yeah, right. Type you know right. mentality. Sure. And growing up with Caribbean parents, I mean, I was subjected to that a lot of my life. You like know. they you always worried that. about what Paula and Paul thinking. Anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, you know, it's and like, not like, is Paul and Paul, Paul paying the bills? Yes. Right. Like, let's just you be know? honest here. Yes. So, so yeah, I just think for, I think it's that allow, allow is the, yeah. is the word. Mm. That's the allow, I mean, pretty much to take off a little bit from what each of you have said, like the allow, it reminds me when um, it came in my wedding to recite our vows and the pastor said, you know, the traditional thing that pastor said, and it was like to honor and obey. Mm-hmm. And it was to me, and it's actually a funny moment in our video because it's like, obey. <laughs> It's like this, like, <laughs> like a little bit of a pause. Shots fired. Right. It was obeying. I literally made this face like, mm. <laughs> right. And it, it, you know, it, it gathered a laugh. People were laughing because it was just that specific word. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, I'm going to consider what my husband right. feels or thinks. Right. Like, like, like what you said, Melanie, about mm-hmm. the consideration. Right. I like that. Um, there are certain things I just would not do out of consideration exactly. for my husband, out of respect for what I know his beliefs are. Right. Not because I'm not allowed. Right. right. And again, like, I'm not your child. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I, I, the funny thing is I said to the too, because we joked about, you know, this conversation, and of course, after, you know, the DM comes right. up, I was just like, did they know that I not, I, I held up the reflector right. so, right. so it could shine on the booty right. the way right. I needed like, it to shine hello. on the booty. And then he was like, you better right. post that shit, baby. Right. You better own it. Aww. Because the only person that had many sons, as far as I know, was Abraham, Father Abraham. Right. And I'm not one of them so what you're not gonna do is tell me you know what I mean my thing too is it bothers me when not only just between women and men but when we talk about allow right this fan he probably allows certain people that he looks up to in the celebrity world for it to be okay with certain people Mm -hmm. right like you know you know uh, Kim and Kanye Mm -hmm. or, uh, or, or you can name other people who the men glorify their women and their sexuality mm-hmm. and people don't necessarily, it's not necessarily a conversation piece. Right. Mm-hmm. But then when it applies to, like you said, somebody who's expected this weird expectation of what it means to be a mother and mm-hmm. this and that, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's supposed to fit this mold, but and yet that's not allowed, quote unquote. Right. Like, how does that make any sense? Right, no, you, it doesn't. You know what I mean? It doesn't make yeah. any sense. I think that poses a good question. It's like, okay, based off of DeVal and I and, and the way we are, you know, um, on social media and sh- sharing our narrative, sharing our story and being on Black Love, for example, right. are they holding us to a different regard yep. maybe right. when they see me doing that? But I feel like, you know, but this is who I am though. Like my husband embraces my sexy and he wants me to well, be Well, I that. feel like it's exactly the point of this entire podcast today is they were probably introduced to you as a wife and mother. Mm. Exactly. And whereas other people, we might be introduced Introduced as to you know, it's a vixen, it's a singer. Oh, she's yeah. on stage. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. She's in costumes right. all the time. That's, right. like, that's cool for her. Right. Jennifer right. Lopez, she could be on a stripper pole as long as she wants. Absolutely. We're gonna glorify her body. Oh, yes. she's fifty. Look at her, mm-hmm. and that is glorified. Never. T- nobody's doubting her parenting skills right. in that moment. Right. right. That's okay. Nope. But then all of a sudden, you're not allowed to have a sexy photo where you look incredible, and you should be confident and feeling amazing about yourself right. and unapologetic. Right. That's your prerogative. Because let's face it, after having all these babies. Right. If you can, then be confident enough to come back and say, you know Child. what, hey, I'm taking care of myself, whatever that looks like to me. And that's a I want to be 
able to share it because let's face it, a lot of people are also looking to be inspired by yeah. your content mm-hmm. as well yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So for the mom who may be struggling with the postpartum depression or the yeah. mom who now has the saggy boobs after breastfeeding right. or children or right. whatever the case may be, there can be a strength in that. Yes, That absolutely. we should be able to support each other right. through it. You know, um, Ashley, when it comes to you having three girls now, because mm-hmm. we talked about the dynamic being different here, right. with Beck having a boy and a girl, Mel a boy, I have three boys with a girl. Are you super conscious about the way you carry yourself and maybe even portray yourself? Your kids are kind of young for social media, but right. um, do you take into account how you conduct yourself on a day-to-day basis, even just around your husband no, for sure. um, with your girls? I mean, I do. I think um, it's interesting because I was raised Muslim. And so um, my my dad is Christian. My mom is Muslim. So I literally had to go to church every Sunday and I had to go to the mosque every Friday. Okay. You had a loaded weekend. Honey. (laughs) And then my mom is like super worldly. So she was making us go into like Hare Krishna houses. And then Mm. she used to be Jewish. It's just a lot. So like. (laughs) But your mom used to be Jewish and then she became. And Catholic. Yo. So she was happy. She's around. an Aquarius. I was like, well, I don't know she's if that an air helps. sign, 100%. Yeah, she's an Aquarius. I don't know if that helps you understand. She's like, I always okay. call her Miss, the black Mrs. Frizzle from the Magic School oh Bus. That's my mom in a, in a tie dye dress. Um, she's wild. The visual right now. She's, a, she's a wild mom. one. That's I wild love right it. there. I love um, it. But no, I think um, because of that, I went through a journey anyways about what it meant to express myself as a woman. And just, I, I, I used to wear a hijab for a long time until I was like 12. So like for me, I've always been, I don't like the term tomboy, but I've always been more masculine, I guess you should say, or whatever that means. I just wore baggy clothes, you know right, what I mean? Right. Um, that, that just always translated more with me. I felt more comfortable that way because I didn't really grow up being able to show a lot of my body right. anyway. Mm-hmm. It's weird because I feel the most beautiful when I'm actually more clothed or when I have on like baggier clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I had to go through my own personal journey of being comfortable showing myself or just like wearing tighter things and what that meant to me. So it for me, I don't even feel like I consciously think like, what is my child going to think of this? Mm. Because I already feel confident in the woman that I am, that I am respectful and I'm honoring myself. And I think it's like with my daughter, it's so funny. Like it's just a lot of like mixed up things. Like at first I felt like I with my oldest, she's 11. She wanted to wear like a crop top. And I find myself saying things and then I have to go back and think like, why did, why did, like, why did I say that? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. no, that's inappropriate, blah, right. blah, blah. And I'm like, but it, For her, why, it's, yeah, but it? it's, it's yeah. just a crop top. Yeah, right. Honestly, rather you wear that shit when you're 11, your stomach is bomb right now. Right, like, right. Because right. we <laughs> have attachments to those yes, things. You know yes, what I mean? exactly. We have knowledge and insight. Yeah, like, you know, like, I saw somebody post about red nail polish how that was like for only yeah Yeah, it's like we have to unlearn but you also know who your daughter is exactly you know what i mean because i'm not gonna lie like i i know a few family members who Mm -hmm. had their daughters running around in crop tops and they fast asses now like i'm not (laughs) i know know, we all know that family member (laughs) where you're like you see the writing on the wall where like they they put so much power like at a young age into like the sexuality of themselves and i hate which which i feel like okay there's 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 a time and place to empower your children away have but like you, her sexuality. but you but like but so, <laughs> calm down so this is what i'm saying right. like you know who amira is yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you know that it comes from style you know right. that it comes yes. like it's not coming from i'm trying to be fast and no. like show more of my body no. right. you know it's you, totally innocent for her it's exactly innocent. and that's why i had yeah. to check myself because she loves fat like i don't i love men's wear do you know mm-hmm. what i mean but like she loves fashion so were you the mom that your girls were wearing boy and girl clothes? Like, you know, like oh, boy and girl. Typical, I, I, like, I buy 90% of their clothes from the boy section. Just mm. because I am i don't want my daughters having like a 
unicorns with sparkles coming out their ass. <laughs> but with Amira, I definitely, she's 11 years old. I've definitely been learning more about myself. Like she always wants to play in makeup and stuff. And at first I was like, and I'm like, she's an artist. She's a Pisces. She loves right. to draw. Like yeah. she just yeah. likes to be creative. She wow. also skateboards. Like yeah, she also skateboards yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just let yeah. her be and exist. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, the, my main goal is to just engage with her in the things that she finds interest in. Because mm -hmm. like you said, I know that I'm raising her with a good conscious level. Right. And for me, it's more about like respecting herself and honoring herself mm -hmm. and understanding the go. importance and value of herself. Yes. And that it should not be shared with everyone, whatever dynamic that means. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And also being mindful. Like I, I let her wear a crop top. It's not even really a crop top, but it was like right. this much. Like when yeah. she lift her arm, right. you can see her little belly. <laughs> I see you uplift your 11 year old oh, all the you. time and encourage yes. her. Like you big her up. Like you be gassing yes. her. You be like, oh my baby's so cute. Look she how fly is. you are. Look how cute you are. Look at you. style is so fly. I know. I love her hair. And it's so, it's it's really beautiful. It's really oh, important. Like, and I hope you know that that's actually really important for empowering young women because, again, like, I love my mom. She did such a great job of raising us, but my mom also became a wife and a mother at 19. Oh, wow. And in the Caribbean. Mm. And so, like, her... her um, that's whole judgment zone the, right oh, there. Yeah. The yeah. perception of what it is, like, it, and it's so funny that she was so strict with me. Like, my mom did not let me cut my hair I mean, my hair was down in my ass till I was 12. Girl, I couldn't she shave would, my legs. She me neither. Like, my mom told me I was going to get cancer. She's trying no, to I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. What? You know what's so crazy? I the was razor? Like, she just said it. <laughs> if you shave your legs, you're going to get cancer. You know that old school bullshit? Oh, you know, but you know what's so Why funny that? is that, like, my mom, ironically, because I played sports really young, so, like, I was I was running cross country at, like, eight. Mm. But I had hair on my legs, and I, I actually became very self-conscious. And I, I'll never forget this. My mother shaved my legs for me. Oh. And I remember being like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was so... But this was the woman that would never let me wear my hair right, down. Right, right. This was the woman that would never let me like be too brazen. Like mm -hmm. that was always her way. You're too brazen. Rules. You're yeah. too brazen. <laughs> you know, you're too blasted vein. Like all these right. things. But it's like you want me to have this long hair, but you don't want me to like you don't want me to revere it. Like, right. but you want me to have Just it. Have it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but it's it was deep. controlled. Like mm -hmm. the deep, the deep like psychological thing about this is that I'm going to give you all this, but I'm going to restrict it. It's always going to be in a braid. That's mm -hmm. how my hair was, all the time. And so like. Even like sexuality and like like owning that sexy, like I had to break free from my house in order to really start to become my own woman. Right. Because and to delve into what that meant what for that you. What that meant for yeah. me. And, and because like it was not encouraged. Mm -hmm. It was not encouraged. Mm -hmm. And like I had an older brother who was always trying to hold me down because he was like, you're my little sister. So right. if I find out you're dating anybody, I'm going to break his, his and <laughs> right. your leg. Right. Like my mom was so strict about like the way little girls should be. Should be. Yep. Yep. You know, like this, this whole thing. And now my brother has three daughters mm -hmm. and you know, this generation is just so progressive. They are so like, we don't see, we don't judge, we don't mm -hmm. label, we don't. So they're constantly schooling my parents up now, and it's like really beautiful to see. Right. But it 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 really does take unlearning when yep. you are brought up a different way. It's funny and you how you have the, to change that for your kids. Yeah, it's funny how grandparents now are so much more lenient. Oh, they're my so mother, chill. My mother with my children, I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> right. Who are you? Where is the woman that raised me? Impersonator. Because, listen, <laughs> like, this is a blast. So since we were talking about wardrobe, Beck, you being yes. uh, a stylist, a wardrobe stylist. There is a company recently that launched a new children's line um, oh, modeled know. after um, women's wear. You want to see it? I don't even know. I didn't know what this is. Show me. Oh, that's oh. that shit. I'm going to show you. It so took pretty me over. much, um, it's, a, it's a brand that um, shows women's clothing. They sell women's clothing. Yeah. More provocative, fitted, crop tops, this, that. And now they have made children's clothes after the brand. So many of the um, outfits are, in my opinion, kind of 
risque for a child, for okay. a little girl. Okay. So yes. I say that Go to ahead, say girl. my husband talks about this imaginary daughter that we do right. not have. Y'all gonna have one. She will not stop at this place. Let's see. Who's putting stuff in the atmosphere? Us. This room got thick. This room got thick, thick, thick. So he always says, you know, what I don't want to happen when I have this child, this daughter, um, I don't want her wearing bikinis. I don't want her wearing this because of the way we over-sexualize yes. our little girls. Yeah. So this particular brand now has clothing that mimics that of a woman and think and the, the poses that they had the little mm -hmm. girls and were a little Girl. provocative. Mm -hmm. oh, do, yeah. you, do you notice any of that in the world of wardrobe and styling and how that affects children I mean, now in media? I notice it in the media, absolutely. I notice it as my daughter gets older and has her own opinion and wants to express herself. Um, you know, when she's two, three, maybe four, I'm the one dressing her. So it's like, <laughs> oh, you're gonna be in this cute little Sarah outfit, this right. or that. But now she is a lot like how I was when I was little. She sketches, like Ashley was saying, her daughter, da oh, daughter does that. sketches, wardrobe and clothes all day long. And I used to do the same when I was her age. She mm. has, a, you know, a top with a skirt and a this and a that. And it really is a form of expression for her. Mm. So yes, in 2020, there absolutely is a fine line, and mm. it's hard as a parent to find a balance. You know, she, right. you, you know, you can't protect. 100% just from what's out there, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like mm -hmm. she's hearing songs on the radio, even if it's a radio edit. Right. Oh, who, who's that artist? Right. Oh, I want to know who that is. I want to know more. It's very innocent. I want to know who she is. I want to, you know, I like her music. I like to draw. I like this or that. And I mean, as a parent, it really is my job to navigate that mm -hmm. and navigate it in a balanced way. When it comes to her personally expressing herself through wardrobe and fashion, because like we were discussing earlier, especially with girls, you know, they are looking at us. Right. And of course, you know, of course I walk out the door in a fashionable outfit when I'm going somewhere, you know, mm -hmm. and she also sees me at home when I'm not, and I'm gonna be right. right. And another thing that I like to make an effort with her um, is that, you know, looking nice or putting on makeup mm -hmm. or getting dressed isn't just for, spe like, I don't like to only do that for special occasions, quote unquote, because I don't want her to feel like that's the only time that you are special is when you're done up, is when right. you put on your lip gloss right. or your, your clothing and your hair or, you know what I mean? So, like, that's a conversation at, that's been a very deliberate thing in our household, right, right. which is, you know, she had a year a couple years ago where she was really into straight hair. Mm -hmm. And that was like, oh, that was a whole separate combo. But right. it was very stressful. I think I might have talked yeah. to you about how my like daughter went through the same I was thing. really stressed for like four months because that's all she saw in right. her Disney movies. Mm -hmm. Tiana, the only black girl, had yep. a bun. Had a bun. And she was an animal the whole movie. Probably. Right, exactly. She was a frog. So, <laughs> animal the whole movie. That's true. So that was like a discussion <laughs> of like when was the time or the appropriate time for her to get her hair straight. And right. You know, we actually ended up doing it during quarantine. Um, I blow dried her hair and I straightened it just to braid it. It mm -hmm. actually wasn't for her to wear it out. Mm -hmm. And I let her rock it for a day. Oh, and she yeah. was very excited about it. But it was a regular Tuesday. Right. We were at the house. That's so good. I didn't hype anything up about it being special. Right. Or, so or being that, that it, much more beautiful. This is just versatility yeah. and right. different. And right. I like to apply the same to the wardrobe and the fashion mm -hmm. and that hey, like, yeah, you can totally express yourself through that. And she really does. And that's, it, I mean, it can be a thing because she comes out the closet and she's like, I want that. I want to wear this. I wanted this with that. Aww. The stylist in me, sometimes not even having anything to do with being provocative, but I'm like, God, this doesn't match. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> but you know what, girl? If you feel good, hey, yeah. I support you. And so it's like there you know you that balance of driving home. The like, I want you yeah. to feel, feel good. I want you right. to express yourself. For sure. I need to like just zip it for a second right. and let, let you do you. Yes. But then yes, 
as a parent, of course, I'm going to navigate if something is inappropriate right. for a five-year-old. Because I've seen some people say on that, like, if I showed up to set and that's okay, what they okay. wanted my so, daughter to look like and so, dress like, then chances are so I would have walked off so set. So update on the photo because I'm just seeing the photo for the first time. Right. There's a lot of mesh. <laughs> Well, keep swiping. There's more, honey. There's a There's lot of mess. You know what it is? It was, the, it was the back it's the pose. Back, it's the back you, pose for but me. But you know what it is? Yeah. It's because Posing. women yeah. nowadays are, they have so much exposure to fashion mm -hmm. and these particular brands. Yeah. And now it's like, oh my gosh, I want my daughter to dress just like me. Well, that's weird. Uh, and... <laughs> You know what I mean? But, but, the, the, but the funny, but I'll be, the matching, but I'll be honest, like, see, I have a son and I like to dress like a boy too. So like, yeah. right. I wear the same hoodie as my son, but exactly. it, it, it's unfortunately different for girls. It and it just right. gets that way. And especially we have a society that we have not gotten to that place of trust mm -hmm. where we can m allow our young daughters to be in a space of vulnerability to predators. And oh, this is right. just absolutely. what it is. Right. No. Okay. Absolutely. That's and it, ultimately what it and, and so yeah. when we're, when yep. they're young as parents, we have the job. Mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. doing that. Yeah. Like, we make those decisions. And that's okay? what I say about the navigating. Exactly. It's like, you know, you show me that, no, Berkeley will never be in right, that. Right, right. Will Berkeley be in a crop top? Yes. Yes. Like, yes. With a little oversized, uh, yeah. I think I just posted something recently, a little a oversized, like, button-up and her little high-waist high cargoes. Because she sees me wearing that. And yeah. everybody's going to... It's cute. But it's... It's fashionable. She right, feels like it makes she's sense. expressing herself. Right. You know, in, you know, in our household and in our industry, it's totally appropriate. Right. Um, but, it is our job to navigate it and sometimes right. she does come with a crop top and little shorts and a this or a that and we say hey can we just, can we swap off the pants right that's well, just that's something what I was we do say. with right. Amira what I got away from is telling her stuff is wrong, wrong. or bad exactly what I, the conversation that I had with her is this because she's 11 so I was like listen Amira there are sexual predators there's men out there who are inappropriate and right. I said for me, it's not about you can't wear it. I said you have to be able to deal with the attention that comes Boom. with when you have it on. I said right. It. I said so yeah. when you wear certain things, like because I don't want her to ever feel that way, and I also don't want to make it seem like women that dress a certain way are deserving so, of certain exactly. treatment right. or exactly. or that they should be judged That's a different way. Thing. I don't yes. like that. What I'm yes. saying is that like when they talk to you, your husband in the DMs, you're a grown woman. You can deal with that. Yes, like exactly. I, I don't care about right. that mess. Right. But right. for her, it's like I don't want you to have any intention that you can't personally deal with as you're growing and maturing that stuff affects them their mm -hmm. self-esteem and just in general like if I let well she would never I'm a helicopter mom she wouldn't be nowhere without me anyway but mm -hmm. you know what I mean like if she's just out with her friends or like playing outside I just don't want that for her so she, she understands that I'm yeah. like it's not wrong it's not bad right. even the straight hair thing like mm -hmm. I had to so when I I've always worn my hair natural and curly I've never had a relaxer or anything like that but mm -hmm. like when I got pregnant with her I started flat ironing my hair a lot because I, it, we all know that it's just easier when your hair is flat I don't manageable. care what nobody yeah. says it right. doesn't mean we don't love our black hair when right. you flat iron your hair you wrap it and unwrap it every day for like two weeks <laughs> that shit is it's easy it's manageable yes. yes it's just more yes, yes more manageable that's yes. the word I should say or less steps yes like, it's less steps. Oh, less steps right it's less steps and we it's, all know we need less steps yeah and I was right. a young right. mom I was 23, 24 when I had her and I didn't want to do my hair you know what I mean and so but she was like four yeah. And she was like, Mommy, I want to have straight hair like you. Mm -hmm. I was like, Who got straight hair? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, I was like, Oh. Yeah. I stopped flattering my hair. I never flat ironed it again after that. And I had to mm. wear it curly because I wanted, if I'm telling her, I want yeah. you to love your hair. And then as she got older, then I'm like, It's fun to flat iron your hair sometimes, but just like you, I would not let her do it for like Christmas or if we went for a holiday. Like, when I got married, I made sure that her hair was curly. Right. Because right. I want her to feel like your hair is beautiful and can be worn. Exactly. To oh, 
events. Yes, this is not yeah. not yeah. special occasion here. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, this is the versatility. Yeah. Hey, I'm yes. in a mood. Right. And that's how. And, that, and now know. that's where she's at with it. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like yes. you can, now I let her flat iron her hair, but also I'm like, listen, it affects your curls. It's going to affect your curl pattern. Right. Like all of right. these things are important for her to understand. So with the education, it's not judging our kids and making them feel bad for wanting right. things that are just a form of creativity. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean? The no, education for sure. point that you say is probably like my biggest rule at the house. Right. You know, and even at a young age, my daughter's only five, but we have conversations all the time and I just wanted to understand the root yes. of whatever it is right. I'm telling you. Yes. Or, or Kids, I love that Kids you're talking deserve about conversations. Yes, yes, and I was about to say, Melanie, you probably can relate to this in that I grew up in a household where it was just like, you know, this is just what it is. Do right. as like, I say. Mm-hmm. Conversations were right. not really a thing to necessarily explain in detail why there was a method to this madness that right. our parents mm-hmm. had. So I feel mm-hmm. like our generation is very deliberate about having those conversations very openly and yes. encompassing the entire thing. So with Ashley, it's not just a matter of like having straight hair on occasion because right. it's like here, here, like, girl, your curl pattern's gonna be fucked up. <laughs> right. You keep flat flat ironing it, right? To. Like, keep doing it if you want to. <laughs> but I think then there's a greater understanding that the kids can say, "All right, well, there's a method to this madness. Mom is not just crazy, right? You know right. what I mean? There's actually a whole entire story right. here." Well, this can is what I want to say. The three of you are probably um, more, not more advanced, but like. Um, the fact that you all think that way is really dope because mm-hmm. I my mom actually did raise me that way. She My mom too. Yeah, I was going to say my really? mom was like, "Yes, everything was a discussion." Even like I was mm. just telling my homeboy Jarrell the other day, like my mom was playing Bob Dylan and she was like, "Lucy in the sky." Like, do you know that's co- he's talking about cocaine? Like my mom was my mom always too. like, Same. "Music wow. is art." And yeah. she would like she What's would that like? It was amazing. It was really explanation It was amazing. My mom explained <laughs> everything to me other than the shaving your legs you're going to get cancer thing. That's what she <laughs> being petty but other than that my mom t- she even told me I'll never forget my mom was like you know I don't want you to have sex you need to honor your body I want you to wait she said but if you ever have sex you come and talk to me I want to make mm. sure you're okay she that said if you mom. ever get mm. pregnant come and talk to me I want to make sure you you're okay yeah. yeah my mom well, talked I, to me about everything yeah. I'll I mean, be honest I have never had the talk with my mother really? and I got a whole wow. man and a child wow. like, wow. I'm telling she my mom figured, my mom has no out. idea I don't yeah. think my mom knows when yeah. I lost my virginity like I never went to her was no. at the hospital with me because wow. after I did, I told her, and she was like, "Well, we need to make sure you're okay." And took took me to get a checkup. And there and was like no shade, no, no I feeling. I was eighteen. Of, okay, I was eighteen. She still okay. was sad. She right. was like, "I wish yeah. you would have waited till you were married." Right. But she was like, "I just need to make sure you're safe." Because my mom was a young mom. She lost. She had my brother the first when she lost her virginity. She got pregnant with my oh, older man. brother. She was um twenty. Right. She ended up taking him, moving away from her family, taking him to college. She right. had no support. So you know, she was deliberate about making. Yes. Sure you, you know, knew. sometimes people either continue a pattern or they. Right. My mom was. Right. Right. breaker of patterns. I feel like we have the same mom. Yeah, we probably did. Like, <laughs> it was, it's the same story. Yeah. Like she broke wow. the pattern. She grew up not having any communication. Aww. She grew up um, not being verbally lifted mm-hmm. by her mom. Mm-hmm. She was put down a lot. So with mm-hmm. me, it was a lot, lots of words of affirmation, Aww. and that's my love language now. That's beautiful. And so mm-hmm. I feel like the skills that I do have came from her yeah. and, mm-hmm. and mind you in my situation there was definitely still the it wasn't like the mom like there were like no rules right right right, right. Like, we're friends it was definitely she was my mom right I definitely you know got, I got, got she was definitely gonna right. get that ass exactly. I definitely yeah we got that level of respect I never got a whooping but what no did your mom but you, whoop you but you, no, but I, you, I, never, I didn't get whooped my, mom, my mom's white Oh, okay. Well, remember my, this. my mom is whiteish. Maybe that's why my mom was like that. Cause she's whitish. What percentage was it again? Sixty percent. Yeah. If anything, it was like one spanking. Yeah. Or like use a, a firm voice. Yeah. Oh, but that's nah. funny. What's that, Maybe what's that's that like? What's that like? Okay. 
back to Mel. What's that <laughs> What's like? That like? No Y'all idea. are like that though. But you you are, but listen, I was gonna say this when you were saying something earlier. Black parenting, black existence is rooted in trauma. Mm. And mm-hmm. even though you're from the islands, yes. it's the same boat. Same they dropped boat. off at different yep, locations. That's it. And so a lot of things that happen in the black community, unfortunately, our parents weren't given the opportunity. No. And I always say this like because even though my mom is biracial, like I know like how black I am, whatever, I still exist as a black woman. Do you right. know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I know I have other heritage, but I don't have the luxury of being just carefree all the time. Mm-hmm. And I tell my husband that, like, it must be nice to just not care and just to get, be polite and happy all the time. But I could, I grew up in the hood. First of all, you don't smile at people in the hood. Like, you <laughs> you got a mean mug other dudes so they know they don't try you. Like, because if you smile, that's like an invitation. invitation right. Like, not nah, don't come across the street. Stay your <laughs> right, ass right. over there. Right. I'm not nice. Like, <laughs> I'm a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, just that's me. Know. That's me. Yep. So, but, like, you have to be rough and tough and to mm-hmm. survive and so we don't always get the luxury yes. even when you were saying like your mom's like how they were about your hair mm-hmm. it's because little black girls were sexualized they were taken from plantations they were taken and molested and married right. off and so they're, they're trafficked now yes, yes. Mm-hmm. so imagine back then when you had zero rights mm-hmm. right. so the way they parented their children and their daughters was out of survival they're mm-hmm. teaching you to survive in this mm-hmm. world right. with yep. the least amount of anything happening right. to you just how we are with our kids like i used to always say you see kids in the restaurant and it was always usually white kids like running around, being carefree, throwing shit across the table. Mm-hmm. And like your parents like, don't move, don't talk. Like you can't Oof. breathe. You're like in the damn military. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And right. it's because they were fearful. And the ju- and yeah. the judgment part of it exactly. is just like, don't be acting a certain way the way that they expect right. you to act. And right. it's like, right. what? Right. Like, you know, it's like the little black boy in school gets pro- gets labeled as problematic mm-hmm. when he's right. bored. Then he's and he's really, right, and he's really ge- a genius, right. you know? Right. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of unlearning. But it's yeah. interesting because as I've gotten older, like, and I have found my own independence, and I now am a mother and I'm raising a child, I really do understand and have more compassion for my mom. Exactly. Because oh my God. I give them so much grace so, now. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I can't even imagine what it was like yeah. and like th- how far that they've come, like mm-hmm. how far she's come, yes. how how now that like I feel more confident within myself to sit and have woman to woman conversations. Yes. And that took a that took a a, a a real identifiable moment. It was when I became a mother. Yeah. And I had to turn to her and I was just yeah. like, listen, I will always be your daughter, mm-hmm. but I am a woman now and mm-hmm. I'm a mother now mm-hmm. and I need you to mm-hmm. respect me mm-hmm. and I need us to interact as such. Oh my god. My mom and I had a conversation recently where she unpacked some things mm-hmm. about herself Aww. and her life that really made me understand Mm -hmm. so much more so much more so much more about her and what makes her tick and why she you know made the decisions that she made and why she she moved a certain kind of way that I will admit I used to judge her for oh for same I used to judge her imagine you know, maybe the way you parent your kids now, like imagine had she had that skill at that time. Exactly. Oh my goodness. just be like, hey, I'm not just telling you don't straighten your hair right. or don't wear a crop top. Right. There is something behind it. Right. right? I For experienced sure. this in, you know, ABC. Listen, I love that she did that because then I was able to just see a little bit of a weight lifted off yeah. of her too. And I just felt like, okay, mom, like this is cool. Like this is what we're doing in this generation now. Like yeah. I know you might've been taught this all your life, right. Right. but it's okay. Like I feel like I want to provide a safe space for my mom to be mm-hmm. able to say, you know what, Kay, this is why things are the way they are when it came to certain things that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. you know. And it's funny because then I always look at her and I'll have those moments where I'm just like, damn, I'm like, we have more alight than I thought. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. Like, you have those moments where you're like, I'm turning into my mom. Yes. yes. Like, I am the same mom. shit yes. that, that drove me crazy about but you. Don't, but don't let your husband say you just like your mom. I know, right? <laughs> it's a problem. Don't you, don't you, 
<laughs> don't you that's do Because you only try to say it when you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen. That's chance. People are like, don't you get mad at your mom for that? I'd be like, do you want to stay married? <laughs> The best part is that my husband moved my mother cross country with you us. You know what? And I'm like, you live with your mother-in-law now, yep. bro. Like, that's admirable. You but you know what? Because but of that's the stigma around mother's right. in law. It is. But it but also he also knows what's good for his marriage. Yep. That is and a fact. And you know what? Smart because man. now you got help and yep. now you that can get away fact. and you right. can have his that's wife. That's why my mama here right now. Shout out to my baby daddy. Shout out to the grandma. Shout out to the baby daddy. Shout out to the baby daddy. Back on the baby daddies though. So going back to sexuality and how we got here to have all these children, apparently there was something that attracted our husbands right, apparently. to us. You know what I mean? Maybe. These baby daddies. These baby daddies, you know, we was we was throwing it up and they was catching it, right? So that that I was that not. You were right. Well, actually. we meditated our baby. I'm oh, my goodness. No physical interaction. I love it. It was you hear that, that Amira? Kind of no, <laughs> so that being said, how are you guys with each other in the house in mm. front of the children? Because oh. that's one thing that I, my husband and I also have gotten criticism about. You know, he in a video, he'll walk up behind me, slap my ass because he does that several times a day. And mm. that's one of his ways of, that's his love language. Right, you know what I mean? right. So like, you know, does your ass get slapped randomly back, <laughs> yes. you know, during the day? Yes. What does that look for, like? It's literally not even a conversation. <laughs> it's it's like, a nonverbal. Right. Well, it's a nonverbal. Like with, the, like with the kids, obviously Berkeley's old enough to even observe. Mm-hmm. Right. She knows that's just what grown folks do. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not, in my opinion, that's absolutely not inappropriate. The Mm-mm. same way kissing and showing affection, in my right. opinion, is yes. not inappropriate. No. I know people who, for me, my parents weren't together. So I didn't grow up seeing same. any affection because my mm-hmm. parents weren't together. Um, but, you know, I have friends who've grown up in households and they never saw their parents be affectionate mm-hmm. or even... Yeah. And they didn't notice it until later in life where mm-hmm. they kind of look back like, wow, like, did right. y'all even love each other? Like, right. like or were you it's just kind of thing. going through the motions of a family and right. just sort of like stuck or in right. this? And then know? how that affects them now as an adult yeah. and their interactions with the, so, you know, their person of choice. Exactly. Right. And so I think modeling is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, do as I... Right. Do. What, what, what is it? Do as I say, not as I do. But you was going to say, do as I do. And what I say. Do as I do and what I say. At the same time. At the do same damn time. Do as I do. Is that different for you, Millie? Like, do you have a little boy? Because we have three boys. You have a boy. So, so knowing how boys should conduct themselves when it comes to little girls oh. is also a very oh, big topic for us, too. Yeah, so yeah, I haven't gotten there yet we're with my two year old. So I don't know. <laughs> right. Maybe the slaps will stop. It's busy eating girl. Yeah. He ain't worried about no girls right it's now. It's funny. a whole vibe. If Jared slaps my ass, Cam thinks it's hilarious. Right. Like, he thinks it's actually really funny. But you know, it's really funny because I'll, I'll share this story because it it's perfectly relative the other night jared and i like his cam he just will not stay in his bed like mm-hmm. he wakes mm-hmm. up garrett like if he goes to sleep at 8 30 9 o'clock it's like that 12 31 a.m it's like he, he goes to the top stairs he says guys <laughs> it's time to go to bed now he tries <laughs> to parent us right so one night we were like god we haven't even had some time together so we were like let's go to sleep early so we ended up taking a shower together me and jared right mm. but we like did not hear Cameron wake up. Oh Lord. He bust in the room. <laughs> oh my God. And like we were ju- we weren't even doing anything crazy. We were right. having a conversation right. about the day. Like right. it was PG. Right. But we were in there together and Cameron walked in and saw us in the shower and he was just like, Mom, Dad, it's time to go to bed. Like <laughs> oh, he didn't even unfazed. Care. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Yeah. And I looked at him and I just looked at Jared and I was just like, you know what? Our it's like mom and dad are taking a shower. There's right. nothing wrong with this. Like right. this is normal. Right. Right. They, they love each other. Right. They're packing more yeah. on it. Yes. More context behind it when the kids just kind of mess yeah, it. Like he was just like 
mom right. and dad love each other. They sleep in the same bed. They're right. affectionate. Like right. it didn't be like, what are you guys doing in the right. shower together? Like, right. and I actually felt like that's a win. Like I yeah. want yes. him to know that his parents love each other yes. and they're intimate that's and they, beautiful. you know, he doesn't need to see it. But right. like, right. but right. I just love that there was no, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't like, there was no like, yeah, he was just like, okay, mom, dad, it's time to go to bed. Like y'all in the shower, hurry up, hurry up. behind that. I love that. But you know, Deval and I are very conscious because Jackson now, he's getting older, he's nine. And he does see us always, you know, displaying affection with each other. And recently, actually, he was, Jackson would hate me for telling the story, but (laughs) recently he was at, you know, a neighbor's house and whatnot, and they were sitting watching the TV, and he must have, like, went to put his arm, like, kind of around her, just because, like, that's what he sees Daddy do. You know what I mean? Like, being a total gentleman, and, like, you know, um, of course, he was in a supervised environment, naturally. We trust, you know, that they're fine. They were in the living room and everything, common space. But it was just that, you know, he felt like, okay, because dad does this with mom, yeah. like that's just what yeah. people do. Yes. But then it had to be a conversation with right. him and DeVal after. Like, right. okay, like it so ends there, is, right? So, so, so I, I understand that you've seen this with, you know, mommy and daddy, right. but now we need to unpack what this is for right. a boy and a girl. Right. Oh. Yes. Boundaries, the conversation yeah. of boundaries. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what consent, I mean? So, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. Consent, boundaries, all that conversation had to come up. And I was almost like in tears over this because I'm like, wait a second. Like, why are we having this conversation? conversation? Right. Like, you know, and, and some parents may just laugh it off and say, oh, it was a funny kid moment, but no, raising are, a black yep. boy no. in America, yeah. okay? Yeah. What we're not going to do is just have them just doing stuff, which to them may be innocent, but can totally be. But no boys should be. You're parenting, parenting them. There is a privilege that does come with whiteness and, and lightness. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that often puts, but just sidebar, that is why people have those experiences when they work in corporate. Because when people have never been told that that's not okay, mm-hmm. they're really like, what do you mean I can't say that to you or touch you that way or whatever? So everyone should be parenting their sons the way you right. are. Do you right. know what I mean? Like all races. That yes. should right. be a conversation a that happens. Yes. yes. It's super important. And I no. just think that there are just those moments where the conversation arises. You right. know, like exactly. it's innocent. Right. It was innocent when he did that. Right. And that right. was a perfect opening for you to now to educate now have the him. Conversation. So you have some context. Right. So it's not like unloading yeah. just randomly no, but no, it's right. like we have also have a policy it's like you see it you say it yeah, like, yeah. don't delay let's yes. not talk right. about it right. later right. and I, I had that within our relationship so I we parent that. our children the right. same way so it's like in this moment you understand how it felt right you understand that it may have been good or bad whatever mm-hmm. the case may right. be but we talk about it in that moment I think yeah. that's so important across the board right whether it's girls you have whether yeah. it's boys you right. have mm-hmm. all that good stuff. although I will be calling you in in six years uh. <laughs> okay? I'll be like, girl how do we handle this situation I mean speaking of that I think we might as so Ashley, you and me, I got three boys, you got three girls. I totally understand why people arrange marriages because I oh, want to make sure that, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to have a daughter-in-law, she got to be from good stock. Yeah, that's okay. what I say that all the time, too. I'd be like, uh, my, one of my friends, I was like, nah, my daughter ain't marrying Houston. <laughs> We could be it cool, ain't gonna but happen. yeah, right. it ain't gonna we ain't happen. Cool no more. Like, That's part of the reason. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> like you might have been cool now, but you a little raggedy right. now. So we don't know where <laughs> no, you no, came no, from, no. girls. This That's has hilarious. been like such a great conversation. I'm like clocking the time here, and I don't want this to be no. over. Oh. Unfortunately, I can't hold y'all hostage for okay, wait. I want to say right. something. This is I want to say something. I want to say something about finding the sexy because I think it's really important. I remember like this came up for me in a therapy session with my therapist. Okay, now therapist therapy is a thing. Yes. Thing. I wouldn't be married if I didn't go to therapy. Hello. Okay. okay. And so something that this the therapist told me, this was like three years ago, and I re- no, it was two years ago, and I remember I was just feeling, I was like, I just don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not feeling confident about myself. And like, you know, and I was telling her, I was like, I feel like I'm lacking the discipline. Like, I say that I want to be a certain size or look a certain mm-hmm. way, but like, I showed up here with a muffin, mm-hmm. right? And she was just like, 
you're trying to control the situation because you feel out of control. Mm. So you eating the muffin makes you feel in control because right. you don't feel like you're in control otherwise. Mm. And so she was like, I want you to stop waiting to feel good about yourself. Oh, right, right, right. Like and I was like, like it's, on the, it's over here. It's on the other side. Yes. She was yeah. just like, I don't care. She's like, stop waiting to get to a size to go buy the outfit that you deserve. She's like, go find an outfit right now that makes you feel sexy. Do you know that you told mm. me that? See that, was it me? Yes, so when I was pregnant with my last daughter, uh -huh. because I definitely suffer from body dysmorphia from ballet, mm -hmm. so I always think that I'm mm -hmm. bigger than I really am. Mm -hmm. um, and because I was dancing all day long, I never had to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. So even after I like stopped doing ballet, I had to learn how to work out, mm -hmm. make that a part, because my lifestyle was right, working out, right, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I worked out a lot with the first two with, um, because of, Asia was so close. They were like 20 months apart. Um, I had like this pelvic separation thing that was hurting. So I couldn't work out a lot because I could barely like walk. Mm -hmm. And I only gained 25 pounds when I was pregnant. But oh, it wow. didn't matter. Like I didn't gain the weight until after I had her because I was still injured. So normally I would just start working out. So I'm still eating, breastfeeding, and I gained like 30 pounds. Wow. And But when I was pregnant, I was still feeling like not my best. And Melanie was like, Ashley, you need to love yourself. And I was like, well, I don't know if nothing fits. She said, then go buy something right. that mm -hmm. fits you and feel good about mm -hmm. how, and even after where she says something to me again because I said yeah. something to her about yeah. it. But it's really hard to like lo love yourself when you have an idea of how you used to look or what yep. you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that is a real journey of accepting the way you look, accepting stretch marks, accepting that your breasts don't look the same, mm -hmm. like all of that. Right. And then finding things that fit you and make you feel good it's with so the body that you have. funny you guys say Absolutely. that because as a stylist, right. obviously mm -hmm. I dress people of all different sizes, but my main thing is really and truly people feeling good about themselves. Exactly. And I actually did this IGTV episode um, of like just a little talk with my best friend and it's that exact topic. Mm. It's about dressing for your I saw it. Your current, yeah. You're dressing for your and current size. I saw that too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I saw that You too. never know who you're, I literally saw it and yes. was like, I'm because about to I buy some bigger jeans. Because I knew that a lot of yes. people, a lot of people weren't thinking that way because no. they're thinking about the way that you're describing, yep. which is how you feel after, especially after you have a, a child. Right. Your right. body's completely different and mm -hmm. you don't know how to dress mm -hmm. your body. You maybe don't feel confident. Nothing fits. And like you said, you think happiness is once you lose the weight. Once right. you get to once a place. Once I get to that. And it's like, why sit in that for year one, year two, year three when, hey, why don't you find something that fits right your current now. size? Right now. And don't let the number, that was like one of the main topics right. of my the little number. Was like, the number. The number, like, yeah. oh, I used to be a size 25 jean and now yep. I'm a 32. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And sometimes the confidence can actually come from just yes. embracing that moment yeah. and putting the effort into that moment into versus That's such a great yes. over yeah. here. Yes, because you know? so, I would not buy, I'd never buy bigger clothes. Because you're like, oh. Well, yeah. no, that's how I kept myself the same size. Right. right. So anytime it started, my pants started to get thicker or You're like, like tighter, time, I'm time like, I'm gonna work, I gotta yeah. run a little bit more. That and that's not necessarily an unhealthy thing because it's a good way to monitor like, you know, you don't want to just let be unhealthy if right. you're, especially if it's an unhealthy practice. But also, like, you, ha I had a baby, right? So it's like that's <laughs> Give crazy. Some grace. I'm like, like, I'm just not gonna wear clothes until right. I can fit into them. <laughs> right. Like, that's actually and that's how crazy. we end up in sweats, <laughs> like sweats for three years straight. Right. Like, well, and I, I can relate. Like, I got on biking shorts. It's so funny because like after having Cam, like I like. My look, my breasts. I'm, I'm gonna toot my own horn. They used to sit up, and they were like, "You still nice. got nice boobies." No, no, no. But you oh, see, I never so I saw had, you twerking on the thing in the bathing suit. But you know, but you know, you know, what's so funny is that a girlfriend of mine. She was like, "Yes, let the titties live," <laughs> and I was like, "To me, I'm always like, no, they're so much bigger than they were. No. I don't know how to wear big breasts, right, and, and right. like that is a thing. So like again, like 
you just we're always so critical of yeah. ourselves and I just feel like we have to totally encourage one another to be like listen style yourself for mm -hmm. how you yes. are right now right make now. yourself feel good today girl today. we know that tomorrow ain't promised it's so true okay and you girl. don't want no one to be sitting here with lack of self love today I love so it so I just want to like encourage take that picture yes post that shit yes. post it let your husband drop like it, it when he Whoever. says drop it right you drop it do. when you want to drop right. it <laughs> okay because ain't nobody allowing you to do nothing hey, that's the fact that, that is when I listen to Chia tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, right now. Now that's when it takes time. That's when it takes a turn. <laughs> time and a place. Exactly. I love it so much. Listen, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to move into one quick listener letter because we spoke up so much time chatting. Ooh, sorry. We had so many good things, but you know, I people like to, to ask us questions and we can give the tea and what we think is going on. So stay tuned, stick around. We're going to pay some bills and we will be right back. Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Let me ask you a question. Can you remember how many medicines are in an HIV pill? Well, check this out. If you said two, three, or maybe even four, you're absolutely right. Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines, but you also may be able to stay undetectable with just two medicines in one single pill. Yep, there's an HIV pill containing just two medicines that may help you stay undetectable. Why might all this matter for someone on HIV treatment? Well, HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. How many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, don't trip, because your doctor knows. Talk to your doctor about a 2-in-1 HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I don't know. Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, maybe show up for a friend. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash deadass today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a Black-led brand, we make room for another Black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of Black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. All right, y'all. So we're back for listener letters. This is where people write in and they have questions. They have stories. I mean, let me tell you, I ask for people to give us context sometimes because they have a question and I'm like, well, I don't know how to answer this question. So we get in lots of context, apparently. So listen, listen closely to this one. She gave us a whole... uh, a whole sonnet about what's happening here. All right, my ex-boyfriend and I recently just graduated from college. He broke up with me about a year ago because he said he wanted to just focus on himself and figure out who he is and what he wants. We're also long-distance couples, so I'm sure that had a lot to do with it as well. I'm at the point now where I've tried to move on and talk to other people, but I just cannot get him out of my head. Oh, baby. (laughs) I know this may sound crazy, but I do believe that he's the one I'm supposed to be with forever. From the moment we broke up, he said that he wanted us to still remain friends. It did not work out well at first, and we ended up spending several months not communicating at all. I was just so angry and hurt that he wanted to end up blocking me on everything. These several, these past several months, we started communicating again, and it's going pretty well. For the most part, it's pretty, pretty casual. We just text every now and again, maybe a phone call here and there. I mentioned us getting back together, and he's pretty adamant about us just being friends. But I'm still so in love with him that I don't know what to do. I feel like a crazy person because how could I be so in love with someone and he just feels nothing? Is being friends even a good idea at this point? Or should I just cut off communication completely and let God handle it? Yeah. I am honestly afraid to do that because what if he never comes back? Oof. What should I Is do? Is she a Capricorn? <laughs> we, we don't be having a let go She spirit. left that out of the <laughs> equation. Next well, time y'all write in, y'all, please uh, your drop sign. your sign so we know what the hell is going on. That's going to give us more context oh, about who you are. Oh, man. <laughs> Anybody want to jump in? Yes. I feel very um, mm. connected to sis. Mm. I've only been in two relationships, and I'm just a, a person that learns very quickly, mm-hmm. but not. Um, but I was in my past relationship for eight years. I was definitely like that. I, I my friends, I, I'm always telling my friends like, thank God that I let go of my stalker tendencies. But like, my no, my, for real, like my ex and I were together for a really long time. That's the first person I was ever with. So I think that I felt like I had to be with him. Mm-hmm. I had to make it work. It made me feel better consciously. Like, oh, I won't be sleeping with a lot of people. And if we get married, you know, I was young. We were together from like 16 until I was 22. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so. I understand that because I remember when he broke up with me and then I was like crying and stuff and then we got back together and in retrospect I feel like he wanted well he told me later anyway but like he loved me but he wasn't ready to be in a committed relationship and because he loved me so much when he would see me sad he would like get back with yeah, me or yeah. like keep the communication it creates a toxic circle it has to be a clean break yeah it has to be yeah. and so it mm. wasn't until my sister passed away and I just moved to New York like it was like the last breakup we had and I was like I have to I have to be away because yeah. it's like an addiction mm. I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. I was addicted to him do you know mm-hmm. what I mean and like I just wanted to be together and he kept getting back with me and then cheating on me because he I think he 
just didn't really want to be with right. me. Do you know right. what I mean? Right. And I couldn't accept that. And we were both so young and he didn't know how to articulate that. Yeah. And so my best advice to her would be to just, you have to do something to allow yourself to let it go. If you need to like block him until mm. you're strong enough, you know, to see him, but he's telling you right yeah. now right. what he wants and it's not to be with you. I appreciate you his honesty. Yeah. yeah, he's being he's honest. Being honest. And I he like doesn't at be that age, I just think of myself at that age. And it's funny when I heard the story because that was my situation with my ex-boyfriend in my 20s or mm-hmm. in my teens and my 20s in college that's what how I broke up with him it was mm-hmm. basically there wasn't any crazy moment it was just I was at that place where I wanted to experience the world mm-hmm. and I feel like at that age when you're in a long-term relationship your identity really is intertwined mm-hmm. and yep that's probably why she's having such a hard yep. time breaking away from it because he is her identity Same like who me. is she without yep. him and so you know she might think oh no it's just because I love him so much this much this this is this but maybe she just really doesn't know herself enough yes. to be able to yeah. identify like you know who am I without this person it's comfort right. you know I mean? it's comfort right. it's attachment it's familiarity yeah, it's familiarity yeah. you know she's if he is the only person she's right. been with they've been together go. for a long time and the reality time, is like if, if she's if you're thinking long term if you're thinking like I want to be with this person forever mm-hmm. you don't want to be with anybody forever without having experienced the world that's just that like is my true. that that was the struggle Deval and I had too we got together when we were 18 years oh, wow. old and I remember his mom always saying who are you two as individuals though like mm. do you even know who you are as individuals right. and years later we always say we wish we had that moment where we were just exploring who we were as individuals yeah. first but for i feel sure. like you probably within your relationship did do that but right. but we had to hard. give each it's other hard. it's hard but it like, was most probably, people don't make it to where that y'all are hard. Doing that's what it. i mean yes. like i feel like <laughs> yes. those those problems arise in different ways yes. in a right. relationship when that hasn't been done right yeah. and mm-hmm. so that you know i was the person doing the breaking up mm-hmm. in that situation and that really was I wanted to see the world without being having someone attached at my hip I loved him I cared about yeah, him yeah. but it was like what if my friends say hey let's go to Europe right. and I'm like oh go. wait uh, but you have to think uh, about it now too go. that's just not your person because when you are with your person whether it's at 18 mm-hmm. or 45 or 30 you f- make a way to do these things you're like oh I want to travel you have the, the desire with you right. Right. you know what I mean like I want right. to go with my homegirls and you like she right. is my best friend and I literally well, we're she like, might feel that way though. yeah but he doesn't feel that way about her and right. so <laughs> he, sorry he doesn't that's just what it is no yeah. and you gotta be no, that was the clarification my friends yes. had to be like girl yeah he yeah. don't want you. He don't right. want you. Right. Let go. Right. right. Like have right. some self respect. True. Like right. that's and True. you gotta be real with people sometimes. Like that is not your person. Yeah. Right. And you will find your person. When right. you know, Ashley, just true. This is just spiraling us into the moment Sorry. of truth here. <laughs> Sorry. That, Wait, I, I think, have to, I have a I have something that I want to tell sis that okay. I think is different from yes. the other two. Yes. I think the two things that I, first of all I believe that when you break up with somebody, you have to break up with them. Yeah. I, I believe the lingering only makes it harder. Mm-hmm. It allows for confusion, and that really sounds like where she where she's at. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like, I know it sounds cliche, but it's like the, the idea of non-attachment is so important for us to have um, in order to evolve as people. Mm. And so when you, like, nothing is guaranteed and nothing is promised. And, like, what we believe might be true for us, just there is a divine bigger plan. So, like, mm-hmm. you've heard that that saying, like, if you let something go and it comes back to you, it then was it was yours. yours. Right. And if it never does, then it, was, it never right. was. And I just, like, that's what I would just encourage her to know. Mm. And I'm telling you, like, from experience, like, Jared and I had to actually take a break to get to where we are today at the right. be- at the beginning of our relationship. Needed, saying, it was where yeah, you're at now. It was needed, and yeah. that was the first time I ever sent someone off mm-hmm. with with um, without like resentment mm-hmm. or anger. Mm-hmm. Like even though I was disappointed and heartbroken, and I sure the day that he drove away and left, I cried and drank right. a bottle of wine and yeah. was kind of, like, writing in my journal all day long. Yeah. But like 
it, it worked out. Yeah. It came back, yeah. and it was without um, my intervention. It was without my persuasion. It I told him, naturally. yep, I told him, do not call me. We are not friends. Don't call me about the weather. Don't right. check on me. I'm fine. Right. Mm -hmm. And right. I was like, but when you show up, if you ever show up again, you better show up 100%. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And so when he showed back up, Homeboy's playing no games. And okay, it, now. And so, and it's, I, so yeah. look at y'all now. Exactly. Into that. You exactly. Know I mean? like, and so I, I just want to just give her the confidence to, f like, find the find the trust in, like, in in detaching, in not mm -hmm. trying to control the situation. Yes. That's I love good. Just advice. surrender. That's really just surrender. Self-respect is something you were talking yes, about, yes. having the dignity to say, you yeah. know what? I'm an amazing person. I can detach from you. Mm. And just, you Because know. if he does come back, like you said, he... You, you want your partner to respect you. Right. And so or, want will, you. or want right. you. Or want you. Right. Like, give him a I chance like a to good miss chase. you. And That's guess what? It's, devast it's devastating when you feel unwanted. Oh, for sure. So, of course, she's going to be, you know, grabbing yeah. it and, like, fighting for just maybe the little morsels that are left in the relationship. But when, but when you but, take a step back and be like, I'm not begging nobody. Right. There you, you know go. what I mean? Right. Like, I'm click. deserving of someone yes. that there wants power me just as equally as I want but them. But do you also want to be in a relationship where every day you wake up wondering why he's there? Right. Is he right. there to pacify you? Right. Is he there because he really wants to be right. there? Mm -hmm. Like, let that man show up how he wants to when right. he's true. And if he doesn't, he's made it clear and it's okay. Yes. You will find yes. your chia. You will find your chia. You will find your Jerry. You will find your land. There we go. We all find I, that's the moment of truth. We all found our people. <laughs> and they're here because they want to be, right, right, be here. And right. we'll be dropping it. Yeah, that part. At Don't let demand. them tell you different. Don't let them tell you different because if that was a lie. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, so much. Real Thank quick, you. give me your handle so everyone knows where to find y'all. I'm at Beck, the letter M, gross. I'm at Melanie Fiona. I'm at Watermelon Egg Rose. <laughs> by, by the way, <laughs> when you it. when you follow her on Watermelon Egg Rose, you will understand why <laughs> that is exactly the perfect so definition. I come after it. all the names and then uh, I wait wait to close Watermelon out. Egg Rose. Actually, wait to close this out. If <laughs> you if you'd like to be featured as one of our listener letters, be sure to email us at deadassadvice at gmail dot com. I love it. And for those of you also following Deadass the podcast on social media, be sure to follow us at dead as the podcast and of course i'm kadeen i am and i'll give you deval's handle even though he's not here because we spoke very highly of him today too. <laughs> i am deval and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, be sure to rate review subscribe tell your friend because we had the ultimate girl chat today i love y'all so much thank love you again too. thank you for having us dead ass baby be out of here back yeah. to them back to them babies <laughs> Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.